Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help someone else. Wow, these are words to live by. And this is an old Chinese proverb. And I read this in Jay Shetty's new book, Eight Rules of Love. There is no greater ecstasy than being in service of others. This is close to my heart as today I did my first volunteer uh, opportunity here in Colorado Springs by delivering furniture. And it is a mission to help women who have left domestic abuse situations and are starting all over, usually with children and leaving with nothing. So they live in these tiny, tiny places and the smallest acts of kindness change their world. What does this have to do with today's episode? It's only baggage if you carry it with you. We live in a world full of things. We think these things make us happy. So we keep buying more things. We think if we make a little bit more money, we'll be happier. If we buy a couple more things out of the Home and Garden magazine or off Pinterest or what we see on Instagram, we'll be happier. If we use the same shampoo as somebody that we care about on Instagram, then we're going to be happier. I'm here to tell you, none of that is true. And we carry around so much of what doesn't serve us that we live our lives without being in service of others, which is the ultimate happiness. Now, let me begin by saying this to preface what I'm going to say going forward. Your past has made you who you are. It is not bad. It has served a vital role in who you are today. However, what you choose to carry forward to serve you in this very moment, to create the next moment, to create the next day, month, year of your life is a conscious choice you get to make. We live our lives so unconsciously. We get into a new relationship. It's going to be different. And we have the same fight that we did in our last three relationships. We get a new job. It's going to be different. You are showing up to these situations as your same self. You have not made a conscious choice to let go of what's not serving you. Maybe you were degraded and spoke down upon at your last job. Let it go, but don't let it happen again. Look in the mirror. It's so easy to point at that micromanager or those nasty coworkers. Y'all, women are mean. I'm sure men are too, but women in the workplace, as a woman coming from the medical field of 10 years and working with a predominantly female uh, group of people as an ultrasound tech, Traveling saved me. Traveling ultrasound is the only reason I stayed in that career for 10 years. And I know there are people listening to this right now shaking their heads. I couldn't get into any drama. I didn't care about your shit. You could come and talk to me about other people, but I was never going to get involved because that was baggage I wasn't willing to carry around. And as soon as you get caught up in that stuff, just to 
you know, you think you're making friends or just to fit in. You're not. You're degrading yourself. You're, sh- you're telling yourself you're not worthy. Small minds, small people talk about other people. So if you were spoke down upon and now you're at this new job, what boundaries have you created? What expectations have you created? What baggage have you let go? Are you carrying on the thought that every manager is a micromanager? So maybe you have this amazing manager now, but you're just waiting for the ball to drop. Like, oh, this one's going to be the same. Maybe you were cheated on or lied to. That sucks. But let me tell you, let that shit go. Set boundaries for all relationships going forward. Remember, I always say this. Boundaries are not to keep other people out. They're to keep you in and true to who you are. How often do we say, I'm going on a diet? And then your bestie's like, hey, girl, it's girl, it's wine night, it's wine Wednesday. Let's go out and have a glass of wine and eat a whole charcuterie board. And then we go do that. And then we leave and we regret what we just did. We didn't set boundaries. We didn't stay true to who we, who we were. And that works in relationships too. That works in every part of our life. It's hard. I had my whole speaking business and my whole mission in life is about navigating change and having an identity crisis after we lose something, whether that be the job of 20 years or the relationship of five years or the marriage of 30 years. We identify with these things. They become a part of us. And that's okay. But it's not okay if it's heavy in your life and if it's baggage you're carrying around and it's unwanted baggage that's not serving you. Maybe you've spent the better half of your life trying to predict the future. All to find out, you don't know shit. You have zero control of what the universe has waiting for you. You have control of your emotions and your breath and your gratitude. But hey, let control of planning the future, let that go. Release it. Be uncomfortable with not knowing. I was riding in a van today. (laughs) That sounds creepy. uh, Delivering furniture with a guy named Jeff. Never met Jeff before today. We got to talking. He's a recovering alcoholic and um, worked for the, you know, worked up the corporate ladder and just didn't, that didn't serve him. And he's like, you know, you're going to do great. You're going to be so successful. You sound like a successful person, which is very, it was like humbling. I was like, well, thank you. Like, that's very kind of you. He's like, but do you know the hardest thing? I said, what's that? He's like, finding your purpose. And I was like, I know, I get it. But can I ask you something? He's like, sure. Mind you, this man was probably... I would say late 60s. He said, um, no, I said, what are you curious about? Like, what do you do in your free time? If money wasn't a thing, what would you do? I asked him why he start started serving with this mission group. Like what he's like, I love their mission. He's like, that's the only way I thought that I could help. I love that. But it's what you do in your free time, what you research, what you're curious about. That's your calling. And if you're like, Shauna, I have no idea what that is. That's only, that's okay. But you have to release this baggage, this heavy ass shit you're carrying around with you in order to get to the knowing, to the purpose, to the calling of your life. I looked at him and I was like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for recognizing what didn't serve you. And he looked at me, he goes, you know what, Shauna? I said, what? He goes, I love to dance. I said, really? Oh my gosh. Like he totally caught me off guard. And I said, Well, have you danced around here? No, no, no. I got to get back into shape. I said, listen, you're never going to be ready. Just take the step. Take the step. 
go to a dance class, go to a line dancing bar. I don't know what what that looks like for you. But this is a man in his late 60s that just looked at me and said, I like to dance. Maybe he will end up being a professional dance instructor, instructor at 70 years old. I don't know. But I hope I opened up a door for him to realize whatever he's carrying around and whoever he's trying to please is not pleasing himself. And he spoke the words to me. He knows what he wants, or at least has a direction. And I will tell you, I've packed my whole life full of what ifs. I have said, well, if I do this, what if that happens? If I do that, what if that happens? I moved to Alaska in 2015 as a traveling ultrasound tech after a, a breakup. Okay. I packed up everything. When I say everything, I mean, I packed for every severe weather disaster you could think of. All for my poor dad to move me back three months later and tell me he was never traveling with me again. And I say that, and I'm serious. I will have him on here to tell you that this, these, these are truths. And I'm not kidding when I tell you, I wore three jackets home on that flight. I packed for the what ifs. I had so much baggage. My heart was heavy. I was going through a breakup. I thought things would make me happy. Three months and I packed up all of this stuff, suitcases on suitcases. And then, you know, during my marriage, I had this home and garden magazine house, this farmhouse table to see eight people. Those seats were never full. This custom-made sofa. The mirrors from Kirkland, still my favorite mirrors, by the way. The house was perfect. It was also looking like very unlived in. And when I say that, it's not like, you know, I never wanted to entertain anybody. In my heart of hearts, maybe I thought maybe my things will get ruined. But if I'm being honest with you, I I don't think I had any friends to invite over anyway. I socially isolated myself. I identified as a bodybuilder, as a competitive athlete, and I had to be different. And you do have to be different to be at that level. But let me tell you, my happiness depended on that. And when that went away, I lost myself. And I don't want that for you because it's easy to go back into what's comfortable, right? That nine to five job, that toxic relationship, bodybuilding, whatever it is. It's easy to go back, but it's never the same happiness as it was in the beginning. Think about that. I've thought about it. I said, if I go back to bodybuilding, I could do this all over. I have an eight pack. I could have no friends, no relationship, but man, I would look hot. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. So I packed my life and my heart full of things and I thought, hey, you're complete now. But really, it was just the part of me that wanted to show the rest of the world, hey, Mom, dad, friends, family, people who don't know me, I made it. Deep down, I was empty and alone. And I've continually defied the norm when it comes to somebody my age. Backpacking Europe, moving all over the country, getting married and divorced, leaving situations that don't serve me, getting fired from jobs, starting my business, letting that business go, starting another business, all these things. I hear the words crazy, brave, how do you do it? You just do it. So I embraced the crazy. I embraced the brave, whatever you want to call it. As I packed up as little as humanly possible in two scenarios in my life. When I moved across the country after my divorce from Washington, D.C. to California. And when I backpacked Europe for five weeks. Both of those things I brought very, very little with me. The 40 liter backpack 
on my one-way trip to Europe was a holy shit moment in my life. Three pairs of pants, 10 pairs of underwear. I have the whole list coming out in my book. So soon. No plans, few things, just myself. How fucking uncomfortable and weird is that? (laughs) It's weird. I remember driving to the airport. My girlfriend, Erin, said, what are you thinking? Are you okay? And I was like, I said, what the fuck am I doing? What, what, what am I doing? I'm just like, I'm just leaving. (laughs) I'm just leaving. (laughs) Yeah, I was just leaving. And it wasn't until months later that I realized I was liberating myself. I was becoming more worldly and culturally. And I have friends now from all over the world, but I let go of things. I let go of what people thought of me. I embraced what set my soul on fire. New people, culture, happenstances, unplanned life events that literally turned my world upside down all learning experiences. I was drinking wine at noon at a pa- on a patio in the Czech Republic. Like, wow, this is just the beginning. If you love to travel, if you love to see new things, if you love new cultures, it's innate, it's ingrained in you. And it's so important that when you do get into that relationship, when you do have that life event happen for you, that you're very clear about what sets your soul on fire. I couldn't be with somebody who doesn't love to travel. And you don't, we don't have to go to all these crazy places. I'm happy to do stuff on my own, but I want to share experiences with somebody. I don't want to just share things with somebody. Now, I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same woman I was packing up for Alaska, leaving my ex-husband, handing him divorce papers, getting fired from multiple jobs because, well, I speak up too much. I have no desire to be her again because that woman, she was freaking awesome. But you know what's even more awesome? the woman I am right now. I love her so much. She continues to show up when life feels heavy. She shows up when life is amazing. She finds the good in people. She's a lot less naive too. Sometimes I reflect on my experiences and I'm like, how did you survive that? (laughs) That was really dumb of you. I dropped the baggage, literally and emotionally, and I freed myself from expectations. This is true freedom. It's it's really what you deserve too. And I want that for you, which is why I share my experience. You guys are my outlet. You're my journal. You're my real life. Holy shit moment. This is happening to me sort of thing. Now, I'm not saying quit the job that's keeping your electricity on or leave the husband because he forgot to take the trash out or whatever the case may be. But only you know what is not serving you. Only you know what you're carrying into your future that's so fucking heavy. You can't let anybody else in. You can't make new friends. You can't go on the trips. You can't even fill your own cup up. Maybe this starts with just cleaning out your closet and showing up to a donation center. And every time I do that, you know what I say? Somebody needs this more than me. When I got robbed in Greece, I'm not saying those were very good people, very kind people. Karma is a real thing. However, They needed my camera, my phone, all those things. They needed it more than me. I'll be okay. Rephrase, reframe your mindset, your language that you use, and watch your life transform. Yesterday, I talked on uh, social media about getting my passport back. I applied for my Nigerian visa about 15, 20 days ago. They said it will take 15 days or more to get your passport back. And I leave in seven business days for Japan. 
I didn't have any panic until Cam started panicking. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I should panic. So yesterday I spent all day on hold trying to get through the Nigerian embassy. When I got through in the morning, she said, you need to write out this letter. You need to sign it. You need to send it. And then you're going to get an automatic response back with a reference number. Call us back with that reference number. Then it'll take three business days for it to get to the end. I'm like, oh my God, sheer panic. I tried calling back all afternoon. I never got the automated email. I I emailed any email that I could find for the Nigerian embassy in Atlanta, in Houston, all the places, okay? I expected somebody to answer. What I was carrying with me is baggage of, you know, what did you just do? Like you just, you wanted to help out. You wanted to give back and now you're being punished and your trip is going to be taken away from you. Your your experience with your boyfriend is going to be taken away from you, right? And so- I was just reasoning my, like, just had all these reasons. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop planning because I just don't think this is going to work out. I looked at Remy. I was sitting on the bed and I said, you have not a care in the world and I want to be like you. Dropping the baggage, right? 10 seconds later, I had signed up. I had paid $6 for text messages. Mind you, once your application is processed, your passport is overnighted to you. And the update that I was getting was your application has been processed, your passport or your documents are now with the courier and will be delivered tomorrow. And tears came to my eyes and I looked at Remy and I looked up and I was like, let that shit go. We hang so tightly on things we can't control. I couldn't control the fact that these people were out to lunch for like 15 hours. I couldn't control the fact that I was on hold for three hours, but I could control my feelings. I could control my anxiety. I could control my breath. And the second I chose to do that and let go of what I couldn't control, I got the text message. And today, just an hour ago, my passport was delivered. This is all to say that things in life are going to feel heavy and they're going to overwhelm you. And like baggage, you know, we just, we need to know when to get rid of things, right? When the trash is ready to be taken out, we take it out. And... We can use our prefrontal cortex, your logic and reasoning. That's great. You want to use that. But we can also take a holistic approach to change and finding what serves us. We don't need to always just be logical. And sometimes unloading the baggage is a therapist. Sometimes it's a cold shower to turn off your thinking brain. Sometimes it's a one-way ticket to a foreign land. Sometimes it's serving at a food pantry. Sometimes it's helping a stranger fix a flat tire on the side of the road. All of this is letting go and diving into your higher purpose. So listen, unloading your baggage is going to look very different from anybody else. Drop the comparisons and do what feels good. Recognize that holding on to things physically, emotionally, spiritually, anything is no way to live your best life and to show up as your one unique self. Remember, there is no greater ecstasy than being in service to others being in service to others. So back to how this episode started. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. But if you want happiness for a lifetime, help someone else. I love you so much. Please be kind, give back, navigate the heavy and light seasons of your life with grace, compassion, love, understanding. It's only a season. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.